this is the You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Squee. This is episode 018. 18. We're officially legal, bitches. That's right. You could do all the stuff except for drink. <laughs> no, we went 21. <laughs> when we hit our 21 episode, then we got to turn it up. Well, when we were back at 16, I think that was the legal age in Canada. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I don't know the legal age. As Justin Bieber said like it eight. at some point. I don't know why I know that. That's weird. It was around the time when you got a weird dove tattoo. Justin Bieber has a dove tattoo? Yeah, it was one of his first tattoos. Really? Weird, like dove or bird or something gay. Okay, then. There are... I am really starting to think that Yelp um, is controlled by the restaurant owners. Why? Because uh, I know that this particular restaurant gets really bad reviews because of, of how the owner treats its employees. And people have posted about it ha- ha- saying that I've seen, I, I came in as a guest and I saw the owner yell at, at this person or that person on, on his staff and that he was demeaning and he was uh, creepy to the female uh, employees. And every time we then go back and check to see if those reviews are still there, they've been pulled down. Maybe it violates the Yelp uh, user agreement. Like, you're just supposed to... Only talk about the food? Yeah. But wouldn't that include, like, atmosphere? That you're... I would say if he did some, If you were a customer and he did that in front of you... That's what it was. She was a customer... I read one review saying she was a customer. She w- went to the bath. She tried to go to the bathroom, but took a wrong turn and accidentally ended up in the kitchen. And watched and said that she saw a- the owner yelling at one of the uh, bussers in a very demeaning, terrifying way. Yeah, but that could also be like hearsay. No, well, not not hearsay, but that could be like say if the boss is checking Yelp reviews and he's like okay. he does okay well then he sees that he's got a bad review so he reports it he can report it or maybe he messaged her and was like I'm very sorry that you had to see that uh, if you take down your uh, comment we'll give you 50% off your next meal he, he'd totally do that he'd give her a free meal exactly or we'll pay for your next meal like I'll email you a coupon right now uh, the second that I see that you take it down and then they take it down because you can, it's user based. Uh, I honestly don't think that Yelp would pro like if they did something like that, that would be huge. That's complete conspiracy theory type thing, where it's like Yelp is actually uh, owned by restaurant owners. It would be like, what the fuck? You know how pissed off people would be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, that would be ridiculous. I like, I think that you're just seeing too much into stuff. Damn. Because uh, on Jimmy Fallon's show, he has that a lot, where you show uh, Yelp reviews, like crazy Yelp reviews. Of people who just... Like, just comments that are really, really funny. Like, people being like, I went there and I ate their stuff and it was so bad that it gave me cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so bad it gave me cancer. Yeah, or something stupid like that. But they always reply back. And sometimes people go like, Taco Bell's meat uh, tastes like sand and all of this stuff. Oh, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry that your mom sucked my dick last night. Like, they will post, like, conversations that people have had that were really, really funny that went viral. So, that's why it's, I think that they were just responding and you got her to take it down. Because um, a lot of restaurant owners count on their Yelp review. So, they'll be like, if you change your thing, they'll contact you through your thing, through your post. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what the... 
They put on their t-shirts that are like number seven on Yelp. Yeah, see, that means that he watches the Yelp thing. So if you ever wanted... The owner somehow was able to get any negative reviews truly that truly reflect what's going on in this establishment taken down. An extremely toxic work environment due to the owner belittling and cursing at his employees. Turnover is incredibly high due to his employees being fired for standing up for themselves when he's disrespectful or them quitting because they can't stand to be there. The owner puts on a smile in front of the guests but on many occasions has stood in the kitchen screaming at every single employee calling the employees stupid, retarded idiots and asking some of the foreign employees if they understand English. As a former employee, it is imperative that people know what's going on behind closed doors. I have no bitterness toward the company itself, but having friends that still work for the company and deal with this every single shift they work, people need to understand exactly what they are supporting when spending money in this restaurant. I'm sorry, what did you say? Yeah, so that sounds like an employee review, and maybe if you read the Yelp user terms and agreements. Saying if you are an employee. Yeah, it says, or if it says, um, like, circumstances in which we'll take down comments, and if that's under it, then they can take it down. That's not fair, though, honestly. I feel like, well, well no, but then again, Yelp's like a private saying, company. They have the right to decide. That's yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to go there, but I was going to go that, I mean, you can't really air, like, discrim- like even when you're uh, employed somewhere, you in all that paperwork that you sign at a, when you're employed at a new place, like, I wonder if there's a non-disclosure in there at some, somewhere, you know? I think there is for um, jobs that require it, like, mom's an engineer, and she has some of that stuff in her employee I, contract. I know that in mine, they told me that I can't take pictures at work. Yeah, and um, when I worked at Knott's Berry Farm, there was a crap ton of stuff in ours. Re- I thought it was just about like not stealing their 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 uh, money yeah. or or their stuffed animals. No, no, it was there was a lot of stuff like that, but just it was just rules. Your hair can only be this long. You can only do this thing. You're not allowed to have any piercings. You're not allowed. Um, like there was just a bunch of stuff that you weren't allowed to do. Shit, they made you take out your nose ring. Yeah. Like, on oh, you'd gotten it that, like, that week? Yeah, like the week before I got started. And then it closed up immediately. Mm-hmm. Got, I bought a clear thing to put in my nose. They, they saw, saw it. it. Yeah. Immediately? Well, no, it was because it had popped out. Because my um, piercing was uh, on the, like, left side of my nostril, like, right there. It's just, like, a normal nose piercing. It was just, like, a dot. And then I put in a clear thing, and then the bottom had fallen out, so then the clear thing just rose a little bit. I was supposed to push it back down, and somebody saw it. I was like, ah, shit, and I had to take it out. And then closed that day. But I had that for, I think, like two weeks. Yeah, because you, you got the piercing before you got hired. Yeah. That sucks. That was a cute little nose piercing. Yeah. You ever think about going bull? <laughs> no. no. Every single time I try, <laughs> I joke about it with mom. She goes, you know that's a, um, a signal of submission, right? 
what yeah the the bowl piercing because um when she because you know when she grew up they would put it in the bull's nose so you can grab it by there and drag it around so it was a way for them to submissive or make their their cattle submissive do you know it's funny immediately when you said submissive that's what i thought was someone grabbing you by the nose like how you'd grab a bull Mm -hmm. or or grab a a cattle Mm -hmm. and herd them around yep and second she said that it immediately was like nah it's never gonna happen now. Fuck, you should tell Mel. <laughs> Does she have her septum pierced? Remember? I don't. Remember? Remember? I don't. I have a bad memory. Oh. Just check her Facebook. <laughs> I will. Uh, I forget. Because, like, because I've been with her since high school. So she's gone through many piercings that have closed up. And I've gone through piercings that have closed up. So I can't remember which was what. Which was what and who was who. And and what still can be pierced through and what can't. Um, I recently got a book off Amazon called Divine Fury. It's a history of genius. So it basically chronicles. Um, it chronicles genius throughout history. And like the first time we even heard the word genius was like in one of Plato's writings. Um, uh, and, uh, it kind of means something different than it does today. And like, I've only been through the acknowledgements in like the first chapter, but it basically chronicles the word genius and how, um, it's kind of evolved in modern centuries to become almost a religious type experience when you meet a modern day genius. Like, there's just a bunch of theories in it. It's a super interesting book. I'm, I'm really, really, really liking it. It's got a bunch of weird facts in it. Like, um, the word inspiration comes from uh, Homer. You know, like the Odyssey. Uh-huh. Um, he said that, uh, or one of the characters in it, the uh, blind uh, muse that can sing, said that when he got his um, abilities, uh, the gods had um, breathed into him and he like took in the voice of song to tell stories for the gods. Or to see the future and everything. So the word inspiration comes from the word inspira, which means to breathe into. Huh. Right? It's cool. full of cool shit like that. And I'm like, ah. Like word um, beginnings. And it's just, it's so cool. It talks about how uh, genius back in, uh, I think, pre-Renaissance time was considered um, meaning to create. And that only the gods were allowed to create. And that it was the hubris of man that thought that it could create. So being a genius would be being a mortal that could actually create things. Like from scratch. Like something that had never been created before. Like looking at something so creatively that it became a new thing. That if you were a creator, then you were considered a genius. It's pretty much, yeah. Like magic, thinking that that you have a type of ability like that, Mm -hmm. which is science. Yeah. (laughs) Science! (laughs) He's coming in with science. Yeah, it's super cool. That would be a really cool tattoo. What? The the word that was for, uh, what you said, what did you say, inspira? Yeah, like in spirit or something. Yeah. It was, yeah. That would be a cool tattoo just because it's 
literally the inspiration for inspiration. Yeah. No, they it, there was a couple of things like that where um, the original word that we use stems from a story from way back when. Like, from the Greek word this, which then became this, which then became this. It's super. Like, I'm getting tons of little factoids That's like that. That's cool. Yeah. And I'm only through the first chapter in, like, appendix. Or, not appendix. Um, the opening thing that has the X. Yeah, put it right here. <laughs> you know, you should probably read the book before you choose one, because I, I barely started and it's already. Get a goddamn neck tattoo. <laughs> Be completely unhirable. <laughs> Get it on your face like a teardrop. Spira. <laughs> I cry my inspiration. Right. Mine only comes through sadness. Like, oh, in the book, it talks about um, how Socrates died. Because he was um, portrayed as, like, a really ugly guy. Like, he was super ugly, but he would... Go, like, you know, Socrates would go around talking U-G-L-Y. to people. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you Socrates. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> but, like, yeah, so, um, like, his his uh, opposers would say that he was an evil, like, cursed thing. And anyway, he claimed that um, he heard a voice that he called his, like, um, demigogus sometimes. Demimoni dodirodu, like, some Greek word, I don't know what. Um, but it basically went, meant like uh, the, his little, his own little demon that would talk to him. And whenever he told it, or it's more like he would stop him from doing things. Like if he's about to do something, he'd be like, ah, don't do that. Or um, like he would give him ideas or he would just hear this voice in his head and he called it that. And then um, because of that, his oppressors were like, oh my God, he's talking to demons and he's spreading bad ideas and he's infecting our children. So then they ended up um, uh, killing him or sentencing him to death. So he uh, drank hemlock root, or he ended up drinking uh, poison, and he died that way. Isn't that crazy? Like, that's how he died. It sounds like he, he's the best friend with a dancing devil, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I right? think that just meant that he was schizophrenic. No, it was just one voice. It would, and it was to be, um, like, the way that he would muse about it, it's like, oh, no, my vo- the voice in my head is telling me this isn't a good idea. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> But I understand it. Like, every now and then, uh, your brain will think something faster than you're able to acknowledge what that means when you think it. True, but it sounds like that happened a lot more often for him. Yeah, but he was also, like, the town drunkard that would, like, muse and talk and spread ideas in the town square. Like, yeah, you're, he was you're, alone with himself a I think you are romanticizing bum. <laughs> well, bum back then was like hired. You would be a hired bum. People would pay you to come to their parties just so that you would talk to guests. And he didn't really have a home because he was always staying with some intelligent uh, villa at some rich person's villa. So when they threw their like parties and soirees, they would have somebody to talk to. So he's a clown. Basically, he's like a party, party clown. clown or like a I guess the world's first comedian. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but they would do but. It would be mainly, I guess, intellectual debates. Nerdy. Super nerdy. Yeah, so I'm loving that book. Like, I can't. I'm going to get so many cool factoids from it. I'm so excited. I was... I read an article about about Michelle Pfeiffer and how she had actively... Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. How she... Michelle Pfeiffer, though? <laughs> how she Michelle had actively Pfeiffer? taken a break from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. 
and she had said that it just kind of grad I just was reading about she had an interview recently with US Weekly mm-hmm. and they had asked her oh well like what what made you decide to take a break from acting Us Weekly? blah 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 what did I say? U.S. Weekly. <laughs> I was like, for a second, I had to think about it. U.S. Weekly. Yeah, You're like, USA us week- Today. I'm kind of like, well, wait, fuck. Oh, us Weekly. Yes. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. I understand. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. You bitch. I'm sorry. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, though. Well, they were just saying, they were just trying to get to the root of why she took a break from acting, and she said it was just kind of something that just happened over time, that she became so picky about her schedule that it it had to revolve around her kids and, and all their extracurriculars and shit, that eventually she just had literally such a, a limited time window in her in her day that it was just she's impossible to work with (laughs) so eventually she just stopped trying to get roles and then now she said she's an empty nester so that's why she came back to film and television okay then welcome back michelle pfeiffer and she was talking about how another reason why she was so reluctant to come back was just because she got into acting um, by chance, mm-hmm. like many successful actors say that happened. Oh, I just fell into it and became hugely successful. <laughs> but she, she, she got her few roles. She never got had was formally trained anywhere. She got that once she got Scarface, it was just boom from there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, she was just saying she thought people were going to find out she was a fraud and didn't know what she was doing. I think um, Dakota Johnson said that, too. Yeah, she is a fraud and she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, I just thought it was funny, though. She also said that. Cause she's not classically trained. She's just kind of doing it. Speaking of Dakota Johnson, mm-hmm. I heard a review earlier about Fifty Shades... Uh, <laughs> Darker? <laughs> Darker. Yeah. And they say, it is so boring... That they have sex in literally only three positions, and that is like missionary, like doggy sort of, and slightly side, slightly side, side slightly sideways. Okay, and how there's it, it's the bad kind of abusive relationship, pretty much again, all over again, which I just felt like telling you. You know what's weird? When the movie first dropped, I read a review from uh, Hypable where they said that it was so bad it was good. Really? I heard it was so bad it's still bad. No, I heard it that it was so bad that it came back around to good again because the audience was laughing at, like, parts in the movie. Uh, yeah, but... And that it felt like that they were in on the joke in the movie that they know that it's super corny. But do they know? Uh, the 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 last two are directed by a man, so maybe. I'm not gonna know until I see it. True. True. So true. Sips. True. Oh my gosh, that is so like literally, totally. Oh my gosh, it is true. true. No, true. 
Yes. 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 Tra. So tra. <laughs> so Jackson, what do you likey? <laughs> I yes. shut up. I have I have several different things in my head, oh, yeah, so I'm yeah, just sure, wondering sure. which one I should say. Uh huh. I likey Dave Chappelle. I like I likey his new. I actually went to his Hollywood Palladium taping, so you might be able to see me in the audience. Although I tried and I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tried find to find me. And Did you like? I mean, his uh, Netflix special has him in two locations. I think the Texas one was better. You know what's weird? I thought it was so weird how the the topic, the conversation was different. Oh yeah, it was all race for Texas. Race, and there was more sexist jokes in it. Yeah, which he yeah. didn't have. It. He, he was more preachy in his um, Los Angeles. Oh yeah, show. it was. It was all about OJ, uh-huh. an obvious bad guy, and, and Bill Trump, Cosby, Trump obvious bad guy and cosby yeah that was that was it yeah and then he goes to texas and just like he gets comfortable he t- takes a cigarette from the audience like he's honestly uh, his he shines when it comes to race yeah uh, and that's why i liked it better although i i i did like seeing the material again for the hollywood hollywood palladium mm-hmm. and it was amazing seeing him in person i saw him in person a few times and it's really cool. I'm very, I'm very glad that he's got two specials. Are they gonna release more specials? For I don't him? know. Yeah, because the formatting was different. It I had, had like I had thought that they had said four. Like there really? was supposed to be four. I don't know. I could just be imagining that for uh, some reason. Uh, on the the YouTube, the Netflix YouTube, they didn't have a trailer for that. The trailer that they had was for the one that they showed, which was huh. the taping in Los Angeles and the taping in Texas. Very. Yeah, maybe I'm just tripping. I don't know. But I really enjoyed them. Very glad that he's he's Maybe back. Maybe he thought that he's doing like four specials. Maybe he signed on to do four. Well, I thought things. that there were four, and they were releasing two right now. Uh, I'm, uh, I, have I have to check I have it no out. idea though. I need I need to double check my random ramblings. <laughs> but yeah, I just enjoy watching comedy in general. Well, who doesn't? I am digging how much you know. My like you stem from yours. Like always. I'm. I just. I'm digging because I was complaining earlier that there wasn't enough stand up on Netflix, and now it feels like there's at least two new stand up things a month. Yeah, they 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 every, really like kicked it up every week. We were getting a new right now, at least in this last month, mm-hmm. we're getting a new special. Like we had the Amy, Amy Schumer, Schumer, and then Dave Chappelle just got Joe Coy. Yeah, before Joe Coy, the um, what's his face. The little elf, elf dude, Jim Norton. Yeah, yeah, he, he had his special too. come yeah. out too, and every every week there's a new person. I feel. Yeah, a new stand up to watch. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I like it. <laughs> Me likey. <laughs> Me likey. Thank you guys for listening to another. You don't make friends with giant squeeds podcast. 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 Pod. Chaos Podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Squid. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates or at Yidemfwigs. That's at Y-D-M-F-W-G-S. Check out sydneylangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. If you have any suggestions as to what topic we should tackle next week, please leave a comment under the blog post. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.